Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It used to be an iconically American way to spend a summer evening, but now there's just a couple of drive-in theaters left here in the region, and they're in ever-decreasing numbers nationwide. Other forms of entertainment pushed aside the sitting in a car and watching a movie while listening to the soundtrack on a tiny speaker form of entertainment, but probably because there was too much movie watching, people didn't pay enough attention to the other entertainment going on. Like, say, Sunday night at the Starlight Drive-In in Center Township, Pennsylvania. Police were called there when 28-year-old Robert Cedo became belligerent and refused to leave. He threw some punches around and then resisted arrest when the state troopers arrived, all while completely naked. Officers suspect there was something more than soda in his big gulp cup. <laughs> Boy, when you said the Starlight Inn, Cliff, that brought back memories yeah. here locally, huh? Yeah. Right there That's on the- Highway 41. That's what the theater was called here, wasn't it? That's exactly right. The Starlight. Oh, yes. I was there many, many times. Never saw anybody naked running around in there. And glad. (laughs) I've seen people pop out of a trunk like a trunk of their car like a magic act before there. (laughs) You know what we sound like right now? Old farts. Old. Yes. (laughs) Welcome, welcome, one and all, to the Morning Road Show. Please insert the probe you'll find on the side of your radio. We'll sound a lot better if you do that. The probe. Yes, there's a little probe beside each and every radio this morning. <laughs> I was busy last I, night, Cliff. I couldn't I was sleep. wondering. Yes. Uh, where, um, are there instructions on where to insert the probe? Yes. I'm hoping. It's okay. written on the probe. Okay, good. Well, Cliff, these microbes have been dormant for over 100 million years, and scientists thought, well, it's 2020. Let's revive Let's them. It. Yes. Yeah. Let's make them alive and see if we can feed them a little bit, and... Yeah. That sounds like something from a Stephen King novel right there. <laughs> I was going to say. Oh, my goodness. And speaking Are we of, sure we want to do that? Well, I know. And speaking of Stephen King, I yeah. wonder, Cliff, if this year yeah. mm-hmm. has like put his brain in overdrive of thoughts to write about, or is he kind of depressed thinking, this year's taking away everything I can possibly write about for a few years? <laughs> Someone stole my idea, and it was... The year 2020, yeah. <laughs> well, how did things go yesterday, Cliff? Uh, it went pretty well, actually. Um, I sat right here and, well, didn't need you at all. <laughs> well, <laughs> well so. I mean, that was, I mean, I think technically that was basically the first time that we've ever done that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the first time you or, you or I have ever done that. That's true. Where we did the entire show and no one was in the building at all. <laughs> <laughs> and don't think that's the first time I've ever been told that before either, Cliff. We don't need you. Yes. <laughs> Weed Monday had every appearance of being a typical day in Hopkinton, Massachusetts. The idyllic town of about 15,000 is known as the starting point for the Boston Marathon. But otherwise, the burg with roots tracing back to before the revolution is a quiet place nestled against three different state parks. And as the sun rose Monday, the town came to life. People in Hopkinton began to do what people do to get their daily routine underway. Eat some breakfast, read the paper, drink a bit of coffee, and walk their dog while naked. Police 
Well, neighbors along Hayden Row Street called police after seeing 30-year-old Kevin Pinto and 32-year-old Marielle McKinney walking a medium-sized black dog named Lucy. And amongst the three of them, the only article of clothing was the collar that the dog was wearing. <laughs> when police arrived, the traditional naked foot pursuit was served uh, with officers chasing down the two. And when caught, they decided to add a side of naked while resisting arrest to the menu. Officers did note in their police report that Lucy was a very good dog and would not be charged. <laughs> I'm trying to picture all of that, Cliff, and yeah. I don't want to. Yep. <laughs> especially the running part. I just didn't want the to. The running part. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Mm. What, makes, <laughs> what would make you wake up some morning and think, you know what, hon? You know let's what? take the dog for walk. a walk. And let's take our clothes off. Yeah. Who yeah, would want to see that? Yeah. Including uh, the dog. Good. <laughs> Who was probably walking a little bit embarrassed, hoping none of his That's dog right. friends would see him with these idiots. <laughs> well, I could name a place they wouldn't be happy anywhere together, Cliff. Where's that? Walking a dog like the last two people. <laughs> oh, in that little town in Massachusetts. Yes, that would not be happy anywhere. <laughs> so picture that in your head. Oh, my. <laughs> a, a, a naked foot pursuit involving Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani. I could see him doing that and enjoying it, laughing all oh, the told, way. Oh, yeah, he'd laugh the whole time. Yeah. Yes, he would be, yes. Oh, this is fun. Speaking of things, Cliff, that are, well, probably shouldn't be done. Yeah. Budweiser, did you see this? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, they've decided. <laughs> is, it, is it some kind of goofy marketing thing they got going on? Or I what? think so. They've decided yeah. to come out with a new drink. Okay. A low-calorie yeah. Non-alcoholic beer that tastes like Budweiser, and they call it Bud Zero. Okay. Now, in this case, Cliff, yeah, I think the zero refers to the number of friends you'll have at a party <laughs> if you serve this stuff. If you can you imagine having a cooler with this stuff iced down, and here all your buddies come over, and they reach down in the ice, and they grab a can, and they pull out a Bud Zero. Because no good time, Cliff, ever started with a can of zero anything. Zero anything. Cliff, this has to be a first here on this program. What's that? A text message we got that I don't even know how to respond to that. Okay. It's what like it? a scary game of ask me anything this morning. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Did you not see the text message about the dollies? <laughs> how do you respond to that? I did, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm not I I'm like what do you do? I mean, is he just trying to show us <laughs> He asked you. I think he was talking to you specifically. Do you want to crank my dollies? Yes. <laughs> I don't want to touch your dollies. I don't want nothing to do with dollies. I don't know what's going on there, Cliff. Do you have any clue what's going on? Um I'm hoping um that he's a truck driver, you know, because the I I think of those stands that the trailers stand on, you know, when they're not hooked to the back. That's right. That's it. I think those are called dollies. Well, otherwise, otherwise, he's got some weird stuff in his man cave. Yes, he does. <laughs> We're going to go with it's the stands for the trailers on a yeah. semi, okay? <laughs> and the answer is no. I don't want to crank your dollies. Weed wildlife specialists are raising the alarm 
something isn't done, this species of frog living at a lake and at a high altitude in South America will soon go extinct. And that's why an international group of scientists are joining forces to study the animal and its habitat with research grants provided by several different governments. And they'll begin that as soon as the 12-year-old and all of them can stop giggling. Because the aquatic animal whose scientific name is Telmatobius sulius is informally known as the scrotum frog. It can reach up to eight inches long and is considered endangered because of over-harvesting for human consumption. And I mean, really, who wouldn't like a little roasted scrotum frog for lunch later? Other factors include, well, putting it in danger, invasive fish that eat its tadpoles, and destruction of its natural habitat, which exists, by the way, only in one place, Lake Titicaca. <laughs> Scientists studying the scrotum frog will likely have to go swimming in the waters of Lake Titicaca to find out more about what's going on. You think they uh, serve that on buns, Cliff, at the um, <laughs> place that has all the meats? <laughs> oh, at Arby's? Yes. <laughs> Can you pull up to the drive-thru at Arby's and order a scrotum frog sandwich? <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> I guess you could ask for one, couldn't you? Yeah, they'll tell you it's not on the menu, but you can ask. Nah, I wouldn't do that. Don't do that. Don't be asking. <laughs> tell them we'd sent you. No, don't do that. <laughs> nope. No. I read, Cliff, that a guy in Vermont lost yeah. his prosthetic leg while skydiving, and a farmer found it in his soybean field. <laughs> and everything worked out. The guy got the leg back, yeah. and everybody was happy. But I'm telling okay. you, if this yeah. isn't handmade... For that mayhem guy on the Allstate commercials. Oh, yeah. You know, he's always got something going on with him. He's they, always, yeah, something's being broken or set on fire or damaged or something. Yeah. Is this not perfect for a commercial there? <laughs> How would it go? That guy jumps out of the plane and there yeah. the leg goes. And he's like, but Allstate could take care of it. You know, mayhem. <laughs> I'm telling you, it would be perfect. And okay. our punishment song today, Cliff, if I remember correctly, is one oh, of the good. all-time favorites, Puppy Love. <laughs> I'm ready. Here we go. Okay. Hi, who's this? Danny Hopper. Danny, where are you from? Mount Carmel. Okay. Now, Danny Hopper, are you ready to win the last pair of Holiday World tickets? Sure. All right. I'm going to give you three statements. You're going to spy the lie. Tell me which one of the three I'm just making up, and you're going to be our winner, okay? Okay. Number one, Danny, men get hiccups more often than women do. Number two, the red carpet at the 2004 Grammys was green because it was sponsored by Heineken Beer. And number three, Danny, November is National Turkey Lovers Month. Which one's the lie, Danny? Uh, I am going to go with number one. Danny, don't make me whip out puppy love this morning. <laughs> oh, no. Because oh, no. that is not true, Danny. Number three oh, no. is the Nap actual the lie. lie. rule. Number three. Number right. three. November <laughs> is not National Turkey Lovers Month. It's June. Oh, well. All right, well. I like puppy love anyway. Well, so. <laughs> uh, really? I hope oh you really gosh. like it because we're going to play it just for you, Danny, okay? All righty. I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Oh, my, Cliff. I was really hoping. To avoid this? <laughs> oh, well. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. 
Well, Cliff, I want to make sure Danny gets full credit. What was Danny's last name for making uh, us hear that? Danny Hopper from Mount Carmel. Thank you, Danny, for that. And the text messages have rolled in. <laughs> I'm not so sure that is a hundred times worse than Tiny Bubbles. I, I would agree that it's among the worst. Take it to the bank. Or okay, okay, let's do that all right. Too. Now hold it. <laughs> it's among the <laughs> it's among the worst punishment songs we've ever played on this program. But a hundred times worse than Tiny Bubbles. Well, probably yeah. Should we play Tiny Bubbles just to compare no. the two back As to back? Cliff? No, no, I don't believe we should. That's no. That's too much. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. The name Gary Cliff is mm -hmm. actually only popular thanks yeah. to the actor from many years ago, Gary Cooper. Okay. His real name was actually Frank Cooper, but he adopted the first name of the city of Gary, Indiana, because he said it seemed like a tough place to be, and <laughs> he wanted to be tough as an actor, and so he started <laughs> naming himself. Gary. That's pretty cool. Okay. Named after Gary, Indiana. That's what the name he took. And the plural for the word beef yeah. is not beefuses. Well, is, I mean, that's what you thought it was. I yeah. thought it was, but it's actually beeves. B-E-E-V-E-S. <laughs> beeves. Now, does that not sound beeves. weird, Cliff? That sounds totally weird. Could you go over there and get me two of those beeves? And bring them back here. People will look at you like you're nuts. Yeah. And it kind of sounds like bees. It does. If you don't say it right, you're gonna, they're going to come back with a couple of hives. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three. Walking embarrassed, hoping none of his dog friends would see him. <laughs> I've walked a dog like that once or twice. I bet you have. <laughs> yeah. Number two, swimming in the waters of Lake Titicaca. <laughs> and where's that at? Uh, that's in the Andes Mountains. That's the home of the scrotum frog. Oh, that's right. That's okay. right. Yeah. yeah. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, a naked foot pursuit involving Blake Shelton. It would be fun. And he'd make it funny. I'll say that. Oh, it would be hilarious. It would be hilarious. <laughs> It'd be hilarious. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.